Hi guys. Welcome to another episode of A Peace with Sharon. How have we all been in the past week? How have things been? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, I hope that in the past week we've been, you know, we've gotten the affirmations. We can, we've been affirming things over our life. I hope we've been able to do that. <laughs> this episode is the literal example of showing up even when you don't want to show up <laughs> oh the past few the past few months have been months this past week has been a lot today yesterday and today have been the culmination of the week's things <laughs> i'm recording this now and god knows <laughs> a part of me just wants to not <laughs> but yeah showing up despite things happening is a thing that i'm learning to do so yeah let's get into it so the past few weeks we've been it seems like we've had a theme a recurring theme of pushing through things however like irrespective of if you feel you can do it or not and like just affirming yourself to knowing that you are better and you are good at what you do you're better than what you think you are and yeah stuff like that and every week i think after the first week i didn't think i was going to come back and do something like that the second week i think we've gone like two or three or four weeks in that theme and every week i think i'm done then i come back the next week and there's something more to say about that <laughs> i guess it's because it's something that i personally deal with that I'm personally work, working and walking through. So I think when I discover something new, I just come on the podcast and I, let, I, I talk about it as well, in case anybody else is going through it. So that's what we're going to enjoy today's episode. Hello. So today's episode may be short and you guys can't complain. Last week's episode was like 51, 52 minutes long. So yeah. Anyways, um today we're talking about fear of failure and how that is a thing. I think I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about this specifically. So fear of failure is one of my biggest fears, if not the biggest fear I have. I know it's not death, it's failure. Now, there's a number of reasons for that. I'll work, work, walk, I'll walk through them. Yes, I'll walk through them with you. Follow me along. So, first reason why fear of failure is a very big thing for me is the family I come from, the people I'm surrounded by, but mainly my family. My family, I have a bunch of overachievers in my family, and I'm the <laughs> If you look around like my house people my parents and all of that it would seem like i'm the one who isn't an overachiever talk about that another time but yeah being surrounded by people who seem like overachievers or who have high expectations makes it that fear of failure is a big thing and this fear of failure is from academics to work to career i'm thinking um my work with god 
even in future like i think about it now and one of the reasons is something that it comes it pops up once in a while is the fact that a part of me is scared about like even bringing someone up to my family members that oh this person i want to get married to because there's this fear of they would just if you don't do something well enough for them it's a big thing like even if it's good enough for you if it isn't good enough for them it's like what i can't believe this oh my god so yeah that's why fear of failure is a big thing for me because there's a lot of people like "Mm -hmm." is that is that your best like is this the best you can do is this the best you can bring so even if you don't fail even if you haven't failed because you haven't met up to their standard there's the judgment given as though you failed which is why fail failure is a big thing for me another reason why fail failure is a big thing for me is because i realized that um i wasn't thought i wasn't sorry wrong english wrong word i wasn't taught how to handle failure i mean no one was taught how to handle success but we're handling success when you succeed everybody's there to help you handle it with failure i wasn't taught how to handle failure my my growing up it wasn't a thing so nobody prepares for failure nobody prepares you for failure nobody tells you this is what you're going to do if you fail at something nobody says oh okay now that you have failed this is what we're going to do failure was not an option so in the event that failure happens what do you do i don't know because it's not a thing let me tell you a story my first year of let me tell you how bad my fear of failure is my first year of university so from secondary school to foundation i'd cried and told my parents i didn't want to study law because i genuinely didn't want to study law i didn't like it my whole three years of university i was miserable but that's a story for another day so my first year of university i tried my best god knows i tried my best but it wasn't working and at a point, I remember I had a breakdown. I called my friends. I called Jibola. I called Debbie. Deborah came to meet me from Kent. She came to Essex because I was breaking down. And at a point, I was just like, if I fail, I fail. Matter of fact, I want to fail. If I fail well enough, I would. they would probably decide that, oh, you know what? This girl isn't that great at this thing. Let's leave her. Let her do something else. Even if, you know, at that point, I thought to myself, because I thought to myself, even if I wasn't going to come back to this school, I just I just didn't want to be doing it anymore. But I didn't feel well enough. Like I said, yeah, me and failure in that sense, I tried too hard to not fail. That at the point where I wanted to fail, it did not work perfectly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so i still my grades weren't like failure terrible but they were too 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 borderline third class terrible and my mom had a talk with me she it wasn't even a talk she just told me that if i come back with results as useless as that the house will not be enough for me and her and that i think i'm smart trying to get out of doing law but that's not a thing so if i come back a result like that should throw me out of the house but i'll still go back and study the law anyways so 
he trudged through um let me tell you what happened when i finished law when i finished university i had a two-one and even that <laughs> i remember my, my mom's asking oh i told her oh, i'd gotten a two-one and she's like what's the score like what's the exact figure number or the two-one and i was like are we are we are we are we doing that she's like yeah i just want to know and so i told her she's like oh Eh, it's still a two one, but eh, it could have been better. And I'm like, God, Shasha, like I'm saying, I have a bunch of overachievers with me now. To my real story, when I finished law school, law school, Kai, I've not put as much effort into academics as I put in law school. I don't do all nighters, I sleep by. Only me by myself. I'll be sleeping by latest nine. As for nine PM will be late for me. Oh my god, I'm I'm staying up late, nine thirty. <laughs> so you can imagine that I was in law school, I was doing all nine tasks. There's this video of me on my friend GT's phone. I was looking like I'd lost my mind because I was reading for corporate law. That's how much I know I put in so much effort to law school. I was going to the library, I was reading so in my mind badassy b badassy b i'd finish with a two one also because uh, the effort i put into law school if i put it into university kai and i've gotten a first class and they'd have given me a award so in my mind badassy b two one i went for nysc i remember i was in nysc camp when law school result came out and my roommate pamilary she's also a law student so she checked her result and i think pom pom had like a first class no no a two-one two-one or first class actually and i remember thinking okay yes i can do this yes i can do this i can do this ah, but i never had a great result me too now of course and i opened my results and she opened the results she opened the result for me and she saw it and she not not see it she said ah you passed and then i asked her what was it and she's just looking at me and then I saw it and my, the phone fell from my hands. So my hands were shaking. I was shaking. I started to hyperventilate. My whole body was shaking because it cannot be me. This real life. I remember I checked it on her phone. So I checked my own phone. I opened it. I checked it over and over and over again because it's not me. I was shaking in tears. And um, Pastor Philip was going around and calling people to find out about their results. Me, I was already crying. So from that morning to the end of the day, I wept. I cried. I cried so much that the NYSC people, like an NYSC official saw me and told me to go back to my room. Because if people were passing me and telling me, sorry, 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 sorry. Like, because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I, didn't, I genuinely didn't know what to do. I remember I had loaded the results so many times and I couldn't understand why there was a pass in my, like, why my my grade said pass. It didn't say 2-1. It didn't say first class. It didn't say 2-2. Two, two. It said pass. And I just cried and I cried and I cried. First Philip was calling people and he called. And when he called, I was wailing. I was crying. And he was like, why are you crying? that he was about to go on like to tell me that oh if i didn't do great that there's always next year what was the result and i told him i had a pass and he was like why are you crying 
I was, I was, you, you, don't, you don't understand what I'm telling you that I had a pass. You're asking me why am I crying? Oh, yeah, background sound, rain is, rain is falling away in Patakot. And I was like, no, I had a pass. And he was like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I had a pass. And he was like, okay, can you calm down? There are people that do not make it though. There are people that failed. People that have conditional pass. You, you have pass. That's why they call you to bar before the end of the month and you are crying and i was like that's not my problem <laughs> that's actually not my problem you don't understand my problem now i remember i called my mom that my law school results had come out and she's like okay and I, I i skimmed through it i was like oh and then called to buy is on the i have to go for clearance and then she backtracked she was like so what did you finish with and i was like i passed and she's like hey what's the grade I don't know why she's always the one I tell these things because I should I should have known after university that I should have probably called my dad first or somebody else to cushion the effect. Shasha, I told her that I had a pass. She's like, so what is pass? You see, first class, I say no. Second class, no. Two, two, no. So it's like third class, I say yes. Oh my god. When I tell you that I don't know how to handle failure, it's because you know there are some people that their family is so supportive that if they fail it would be oh you can don't worry i believe in you you can do this don't worry there has to be a reason you'll be fine um 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 for like 15 minutes she was going on about how um, how can I do this? It's a disgrace. I would like get a job, but I will not get a job. Oh my God! Now the people around me, I don't I know people that pass. There are people that pass. How they? Hey, I wept. It was at this point because I was collecting my NYSE khaki, and it was at this point that the NYSE official just saw me on the phone crying and shaking and my eyes were red my face was red i'm light-skinned if you know people i'm light-skinned my face was red and then the nyc official gave me my uniform and told me to just go back to the room like just go if anybody asks you why you're coming inside just tell them i sent you in just go um i cried i cried i cried (laughs) i wept (laughs) so after my mom had finished her own in the afternoon in my mind, I thought she'd have told my dad. So I cried for her reaction. I cried for my failure. I cried for her reaction. And I cried in advance because I thought she'd have told my dad. And I don't even want to think about that. So, as I was saying, sorry, something disrupted the recording. So, as I was saying, so, um, so by evening when I was calling my dad, I knew that I wouldn't be able to sleep if, um, if, if I hadn't told him about the results. So I called him, and before I called him, I just started crying. So when I called him, now I was already weeping. I was like, "Why are you crying? Do you have something to tell me?" My crying that gear to wish me asper. Hey. Oh my God, Daddy, I'm sorry, Daddy, I'm sorry, Daddy, I'm sorry. And he was like, "What's going? On? What's going on?" And I 
said that oh that i've gotten my law school result and i failed it was like failed i was like well not really failed had a pass <laughs> guys i think that i didn't tell you i already planned to myself that i'm in katsina do you know what i'm still in katsina i'm not going back Pastor Philip was saying, was it Pastor Philip asking me, do you want to serve in Medugri? Because I, um, my place of serving was Borno, but we did camp in Med- in, in Katsina because Borno camp was not safe at that time. Pastor Philip asked me, do you want to serve in Medugri? And I was saying, it's not that I want to serve in Medugri, but the way that I feel, it's better that I stay here. So that one year, my parents will not see me. They will maybe, by the time I come back, they'd have forgotten about it, you get. <laughs> so my dad was like oh okay so why are you crying i like, because i had a pass and he was like okay calm down that this cry is a little bit mush <laughs> it's mush and then he said that what happened and i, was like, I kept weeping i was like i don't know i don't know I like okay that it's just going to believe that there was a problem and uh well nigerian law school has a rubbish marking system and uh, i'll make it up when i go for my master's full stop and that was the end of the conversation and I still cried because there was fear in my chest that there was something he had not yet said, like that he would say later. Like maybe when I stop crying, then we'll have to talk about how I felt. But um, that didn't happen, thankfully. I remember my mom telling me, I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast because I feel like there are things she would not remember that she did. Oh, my mom telling me that she wasn't going to come for my call to bar because what's she coming for? Somebody graduated with past. Do they used to celebrate that type of call to bar? See, I remember um, during the planning of my dad coming and he was saying, oh, my mom is coming. I was in shock. I was like, she's coming? I was like, what do you mean she's coming? <laughs> Kai, I just laughed because... Oh, Kai. Because I... It's me that know what I went through in that call. He didn't know... So I just said, oh, okay, it's fine. Okay, I'll see you people when you come. But, like, over the course of time, I've done things that I haven't been very great at. And I didn't tell them. Because I've seen their reaction over time. And I know that it's just better and safer for me to keep some things to myself. Because, okay, for example, this CESP program that I did from December till June July June well when it happened it happened you get I'll tell you people about this in another episode when I talk about my career but I remember that I had done gotten to the final stage and I remember telling my mom that oh I'm going to Abuja I told my dad earlier that I have to go to Abuja and I told him I was going to Abuja for I was like okay I told my mom and she was like um okay you and i'm like yeah she's like okay when i went for the thing and i came back i didn't like get the result i wanted and i remember my mom calling me and asking me well, when, 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 I, when i told my dad that i didn't do it and he he went on about how it was because i didn't listen to him i didn't come to him earlier for support that if i come to him earlier that i would have not got that and he would have helped me i'd have had a better result things would have been better and i was like this is not what i want to hear now 
<laughs> this is not how you handle things when someone is not where they want to be this is not how they handle things and i remember calling my mom and my mom saying oh she'll pray about it i'm like what do you want to pray about that happened if that happened she's like wait they've they've they finalized things i was like yes and then she's like oh. okay don't cry <laughs> i don't understand am i i will just to sweep things i'm hurting how can you tell me not to cry how are we going to move past this i came back and everybody like okay i don't know how to explain it but i don't know how to deal with failure because i never learned how to deal with failure i don't know what to do when i fail at things (laughs) so before i fail let me just not do them you get i remember I, i've mentioned this before about pastor philip saying that we should have i should plan to fail i remember he was talking to me about something about my career and me telling him about the things i want to do and he was like so why are you not doing it and i'm like because i'm not prepared i was like why are you not prepared i'm like because i'm just not prepared what if i fail and he was like hey you fail now you do take the steps after you fail and you move on plan to fail and i was lost because how can you plan to fail what are the steps you would take when you will feel? What am I meant to do when I feel? Like, do you just pick yourself up and go? I don't, I don't know how they do that. So if I feel, what am I meant to do? What am I meant to do? I, I scatter. When things don't go the way I want them to go, the way I've planned, I fall apart. I don't know what to do. I fall apart. That's just me. I need help. Maybe this episode is a cry for help. Oh, I was going somewhere. <laughs> yes, I remember where I was going. But talking about falling apart, let me tell you what happened this evening. I was cooking. I'd finished cooking a whole pot of soup. Only for this babe to tell me, to come and ask. Kai, don't worry. This will be another episode about anger. Because we're getting there. I'll reserve this for the anger episode. Anyways. <laughs> so yes, about fear of failure. I realized something that... The reason why I haven't done a lot of things is because what if I fail? Now, I may fail. I may not fail. I'll still be alive. I know this theoretically. But in practice and to try, knowing that I may fail is a different thing. I'm the type of person I learn two ways. I learn in theory. So I learn by being taught. So teach me. Talk to me about it. Teach me teach me about it and i will learn i will learn it to an extent i will learn very well to an extent so if i sit in class and you teach me i will learn and i'll grab it so quickly but another way i learn is by hands-on experience so i learn when you teach me i learn the theory but to then put it into action i need to learn by you showing me by you walking me through it telling me oh okay so maybe even if i tried myself there'll be someone i can always call back oh, and say oh um, i'm trying to do this and what do i do next things like that so i realized that there's things i can do there's things that i know so well in theory that i can teach someone and that person who is not afraid of failing so yeah that's the reason why i don't do things because i need i need to I need hands-on teaching. I need to, you know, do it and someone will tell me, yes, you're right. Okay, yes, you're on the right path. It's like being spoon-fed. But anyways, 
so as I was saying, there's people that with the theoretical knowledge I have, I can teach. And because they're not afraid or as afraid of failing as I am, they will go and do that thing and they will do it well. Me that taught them, I've not done it though. Because what if I try it and I fail? I know it's in theory, but I haven't done it in a safe environment. That's it. I want a safe environment to try what I've learned in theory before I go out to an unsafe environment or to an environment that I'm not used to and try things. Yep, that's actually it in summary. That's my biggest problem in summary, actually. So now, um, I remember I've done a number of courses. I've done some a number of trainings on talent management and like the entertainment business. I remember being on a call with someone like a consultancy and talking to the person for more, more than an hour. We were talking and things and things. And this person being like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, ah, Omar, you've given me ideas. Like, I know the things I'm going to do next. And, and me just thinking and seeing this person actually going off of that call and putting things into practice and doing things. And me being like, I taught this person. Why have I not done this thing that I taught this person? Because, eh? But it's the thing. It's the fear of failure. It's the, it's the idea that, huh, how am I going to do it? What if I fail? What if it's not as nice? What if the idea in my head is not what comes out? What if I know it in theory and I'm just meant to know it in theory and not put it in practice? Oh, no, my God. It's so many things. It's so many things. So yes, that is my biggest fear. That's genuinely my biggest fear. Do you know, I, if, if, if it's left to me, I'll just keep learning and just keep learning. Today, I was searching for something. So um, I, was, I was searching for a course and I want to go to a university for my master's next year by god's grace next year in jesus name and then i realized that the university has a course in live music a master's in live music and a master's in um talent management in regards to music and my mind was like oh my god i want to do a master's in that i want to do a master's in that i want to learn this i want to learn that and it's like okay babes after you've learned all of this will you put it in practice and now I'm doing MBA. So MBA is Music Business Academy for Africa. And it's like Africa's number one hands-on music business academy training for music business. And oh my God, I'm scared. <laughs> I am so scared. Because a lot of MBA learning is hands-on. And it's like, what if I mess up? What if this happens? What if that happens? And I know I can do it. I know the theory. And I know that I've learned. But the fear is so strong. Ah, my God. My God. My God. <laughs> By the next episode, I'll have like an announcement for you guys. But it so hinges on the fear. On how I took a step irrespective of the fear. And the step provided like it brought forth fruit now that i'm seeing the fruits i don't know what to do i'm panicking help there's actually a cry for help help me out guys please help me help me help me but yeah i think i've come to the end
guys but yeah that's the fear of failure i was listening to focuses the second episode of focuses podcast oh yeah focus has a podcast now it is moments with us i think i'll 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 tell you about it but i was listening to to the last episode of this podcast and the um episode of the podcast was constant mediocrity wins and it's the idea that even if you don't know how to do something if you keep doing it constantly you will learn on the job you will learn the more you do it the more you do it you will practice and you will get better and at the end of the day you win at this you'll be better at it than somebody that even knew it but because of fear or because of one reason or the other it doesn't do it as often as you who was mediocre at the beginning but kept doing it so i'm going to make that my watch phrase and i'll see i'll, I'll see how that goes before the end of the year if if my constant mediocrity wins <laughs> me a thing or two let's see how it goes um yeah so i'll see you people at the next segment of this podcast Hello, all. <laughs> As I've been screaming for the past few episodes, get your copy of Affirmations by GT. Please. I beg now. Do it. Anyways, let's get on to the affirmations. Our affirmation for today is my testimony go loud we're in september the theme is patience and today is day eight a scripture is taken from psalms 22 verse 22 it says i will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters i will praise you among your assembled people our affirmations are my testimony go loud it go worry the neighbors i may go through hard times i may go through the worst but patience will take me to victory. I will sing of God's glory in my life. It may not look like anything is happening, but God is working on my behalf. Get me a gramophone and a speaker. It's about to get really loud. Let's get affirming, guys. And as always, you can add your own affirmations to this affirmation. hi guys thank you for listening to the podcast to this level um yeah i'm serious a few people know what to do to get rid of the fear of failure and to move forward kindly tell me enter my dms on instagram on whatsapp on instagram and on twitter sharon sharon t white on both apps i think yes at Sharon T. White and tell me what I meant to do <laughs> anyways thank you so much goodbye I'll see you next week hi guys public service announcement and I'm done I promise this is not going to take long <laughs> focus this podcast is moments in our spaces not moments with us <laughs> Bye, guys.